Do you think we couldn't find spray foam because that craft was so popular making those making those like little scenes with the spray foam for I snow? I think it's like incredibly toxic. <laughs> goodness how are you uh not great but i am just it's fine everything's fine but you know whatever not a ton to be done right now i know i know well what's going on let's get into it we don't have a guest today because we kind of did at one point but then they couldn't do it and then we just didn't have time to get someone else so it's just the two of us can make it up a try. Uh, <laughs> <do you> <laughs> um, what are you? What are you doing? How are you? What's happening? Here's what I'm doing. I have like a hot oil treatment in my hair right now, so I look <laughs> like I'm in the. What is it? The simply irresistible video? Is that? Yeah. Am I thinking of the right video? <laughs> That's right. If I just had uh, like Robert, a, Robert Palmer. Yeah. If I just had like a red yeah. rubber dress on and sunglasses. Or black. I think they were also black. Were they black? And then you need, th- I think, well, I think they were both. And then the red lips. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. You should bring it back. You are. I'm, what are we saying? I mean, I'm trying, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just because I have like so many flyaways in my hair. Like, but like flyaways are usually like an additional thing that your hair, ha- like you have your hair and then you have some flyaways. My hair is all flyaways. <laughs> it's like not a lot of hair. Every single individual hair is doing its own thing right now. And so I don't know if this will help. It's like a very old school. It's not VO5, but it is a hot oil treatment. This is so Gen X. I feel like it's even pre-Gen X. Like a hot, like I feel like a hot oil treatment is something our aunts did to their hair. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, it was like the 80s, 90s. It was like my my mom. Yeah. Her, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. But it does kind of work to like get your hair back into like, in my experience. We'll see what happens this time. But it's like, it's so weird that slicked back hair is like, it's such a cool look, say in that music video. But I just look at myself and I'm like, I look gross. I look like I look like I've been sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you look like that, but you know, you know. We'll see if it helps the flyaways. We're gonna want to know. We'll have to do a follow up. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a special episode. Maybe an emergency <laughs> where episode. we follow up. Yeah, on <laughs> whether or not those hot oil treatment worked for your hair. Um, that is really funny. It's very strange. Dryness is like, not to brag, but any type of dryness of skin and hair is a completely new phenomenon for me. And like, I really have embraced my entire life. Like, I just have had 
incredibly hydrated skin and never have had dry hair in my life because there's like a lot of things that I have had to battle against. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm a thick ankled person. I have wide calves. I have wide feet. It's required special shoes my whole life. As we know, I recently discovered that I'm like a short legged person and very long waisted. I never knew this. I never knew why like certain things just didn't look right on me. Turns out I was like wearing upside down outfits of what I should have been wearing. And now I finally in my 50s have a handle on that. Post menopause, you and I were just talking like and I'm I'm not usually one to complain about anything like breakouts happen, all these things happen, but I was like busy under my eyes. It's not it, there's they've undergone a really recent change and it's not good. And uh yeah, I've never had like any under eye anything. And so I feel like a little betrayed. You know. <laughs> Like, can I at least have that? You know what I mean? Well, I think you can use eye cream though too. Oh, I'm. We didn't even discuss that. I'm using eye cream. It's just like I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what's gonna help. I don't know if anything's gonna help. I think it is just a thing. I've like hit like whatever perimenopause or like going into full on menopause, and like for the first time, I need lotion and hot oil treatments and things like that. I mean, I had a good run. You had a great <laughs> run. <laughs> you know, I would say, I yeah. would say that you had a great, you've had a great run. Yeah. It's hard though. You know, you just think it'll never come for you. You think dry skin will never come for you. And then it does and one then there day. there it is. And like, you, and there she is. It's a betrayal. It's a betrayal. And this is not to make anyone feel bad who has had dry skin their whole life. Like, you know, maybe you have had, like, proportional ankles. You know, we all, we all have. We all have our battles, Casey, yeah, is what I think exactly, you're saying. exactly. And so this is, like, a new battle for me. And uh, I, I appreciate everyone's support at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we always do. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's going on with you? What are you up to? I heard. I heard. Speaking of yeah. dryness and, and battles, you're having a hard time with your nails. Ugh, they're so gross. <laughs> it's literally, I mean, I've been, people are like, oil, hand cream. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I've been doing it. But that, because of throwing the pottery, yeah. the clay yeah. is so drying. I mean, you use clay masks on your face when you want to dry your face out. Yeah. It's too oily. Right. Something you've never experienced. Right. Um, but it just like sucks all the moisture out of, and my nails just look like little stubbles. Oh my God. They're weak and like, they're so dry. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're seeing the real advantage to the movie Ghost is that she had a ghost Mm. helping her with half the pottery. Mm. Mm. And so Mm. her her hands were only half as dry. I mean... (laughs) We don't know that. We don't know that. I don't know. You can't really wear gloves either. You can't. No. That would like no. ruin the experience. Yeah. It would be so weird. Hmm. 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 There is this 
hand lotion, I will recommend. Again, you might have to go back to the 1980s to purchase it. I don't know. But we did use it when I worked in the nursing home because we had to wash our hands. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm going to say I washed my hands upwards of 180 times per night, per shift. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was this lotion, I believe it's called Silicone Glove, that it did the trick back then. I don't know how it would stand up to clay, but I'm going to look. I'm going to go. I feel like it's something maybe Vermont Country Store Mm, might have. mm, That catalog mm. is like a time machine. It's that is true. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, how do you get these products that don't exist anymore? Where do they come from? I have no idea because, like, they sell like what's that shampoo? Lemon up shampoo. Do you? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It has like a lemon on top. Again, it's like from the seventies, maybe the eighties. And I'm like, that's insane. Where is this lemon? I think it's called lemon up. Tell me if I'm right people who are listening. I think it's like in a yellow bottle and it has like a lemon on top. I hope I'm not making it up. Again, it was like before my time, like maybe my aunts used it. And I was like, that would be so cool to use someday when I'm grown up. But like, who is making these lemon topped bottles for like, I can't imagine, (laughs) like, does someone just check into the old factory and make like a hundred bottles once a year? And then they're like, they just work that one day and they're like, that fulfills the lemon up demand for the year. Is it like, is it really like all products that are old? It's many products that are old stuff that I remember like my grandparents using and then some stuff that I never heard of that I assume other grandparents used. It's very, our friend Adele uh, Barlow. Lou Barlow's wife, she loves going to the Vermont country store. Like, that is an outing for her. Like, if I'm like, what are you? Adele Barlow just texted me. (gasps) We Oh! (laughs) Just now. Just this second. Just this second. She knew we were talking about the Vermont country store. (laughs) Wait, that's fucking wild, you guys. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Well, anyway, she loves the Vermont Country Store. I hope I'm not saying something blowing her spot up private (laughs) about her that she wouldn't want people to know. Wait, wait, wait. I have to text her. This is so funny. (laughs) She has a sixth sense. Really? (laughs) I know. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, um, your nails are bad. That's all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everything is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Have we done the podcast since the actor strike has been over? Yeah. Have we? I can't even remember. Last weekend. Wait. I'm very confused because, yeah, because we saw when each other. When was it over? But we, it was... I don't know. No, it was, uh, no, because it was before we saw each other that it was over. It was that weekend. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So we did talk about it. Okay. I was confused um, about that. And also, like, I just saw you the other day and it feels like it was already a hundred years ago. But yeah. I don't remember seeing you. <laughs> I, like, I like, <laughs> that was, Casey, that was seven months ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were here seven months ago. It was I that's 
It was seven months ago. <laughs> it was literally like four days ago, and it feels that's not true. I mean, Wait, what? Yeah, like I left on well Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, five days ago, six days ago. I guess it was six days ago. It was almost a week I've, ago. Yeah, that yes, it was almost a week ago. All right. So that explains why it feels like it was 10 years ago. <laughs> because a week yeah. is... It was a week ago. It's so long. And a, it's been a week. Yeah, it has. It has. Yeah. It has. Um, and by the way, the strike, like, you guys still have to vote on your contract. So... Right, right. Right. So there's that. Yeah. There's that part of it, too. We'll see. Um, but you were able to share the Mean Girls trailer. Yes, I did that. And um, excited about the movie. And Girls 5 Emma I get to see it. Will be coming soon. now. Yeah, they don't, they haven't announced the, when it's going to Netflix. Yeah. Officially yet, so I can't say. Okay. But it'll be, but it's, you know. Hopefully soon. Yes. Yeah, it'll be that's, fun. Well, that's all positive and good. Mm-hmm. I think that will. Yeah. And I talked to this um, Swedish, the Swedish screenwriter that I have been working with. Oh, nice. Um, today, and we're like figuring out where we're going to like pitch the show. Oh, exciting! I know. So that was great. Yeah, work stuff is really good. That's good. Um, I think you and I will hopefully have more work, I mean, soon. We'll see. To talk about. We will see. We will see. We will see. Um, But yeah, it's just everything else is is a a lot. Like I just am having a, I don't know. I don't, you know. So yes, I'm like very grateful for all the work stuff. Yeah. I'm sure lots of people feel the same way, but there's just, um, we're just all trying to like, I don't fucking know, hold, like hold all the things, I guess, you yeah. know, like we always have to. Yeah. Um, but the world is very overwhelming. Like, and I guess it's just on every level. It's just, it's macro and, <laughs> and then it's like very personal and micro. And then it's sort of everything in between. You know. Yeah, I think, well, I've just been seeing a lot of people are kind of like overwhelmed, which is understandable. Um, And what I'm seeing is I think people are, I think people are having a hard time giving themselves uh, grace, any grace. And I think people are having a hard time giving each other any grace. And uh, it's hard, right? It's hard to know what to do and what to say. So I just I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of people around me that are very drained. And that's just from observing the world from where we are, you know? Um, I just can't imagine how some other people are feeling, but like the people in my immediate world from, from lots of things, 
not not just like world events, also like you said, like personal events, just seem really drained. Yes, drained is a really appropriate word. Um, anyway, it's so beautiful outside today. Aww. Like I don't know if you can see. It does. It's, it's like the really light in your apartment. Looks so beautiful. It's really um, freezing cold and windy, but like really clear and bright. It's nice. Um, well, I don't know what the weather is like here. It seems sunny. I haven't been outside because it's trash day and I don't, I don't want to be out there during trash day because it's very chaotic and I feel like <laughs> uh, I would just be in the way. But my house smells yeah, really. I mean, my house smells really good because my husband is making our family's famous butternut squash soup. For I know it's weird to say famous butternut squash soup because you know Emily Beebe makes the famous butternut squash soup. Does she? Yeah, that's like one of our most. The recipe, my family's recipe for that, is one of our most popular like Substack posts, which I think is like. Because I didn't really realize, but it makes sense. People share recipe posts a lot because their recipe is oh, like, yeah. it's not tied to like who you are as a person, you know? Right, right. <laughs> like people are just like, oh, I want this recipe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone's searching Substack for what to do with a butternut, I guess they'll come up with that recipe. So that's what like helps it. And I guess that's the point of doing online recipes. But anyway... Um, it's making me laugh so hard because it's very, it's pretty labor intensive to make butternut squash soup for, Mm -hmm. even for your family. So Mm -hmm. bless Emily Beebe. But yeah, we make it every year for Thanksgiving, but he volunteered to make it for like a work potluck. And, um, Mm. you know, it's a real labor of love, but it smells very good. smells very good. And he's making vegan. So maybe we can save some aside for Emily Beebe. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I can't believe Thanksgiving is like upon us. Yeah, it's happening. We're having it. It's it's like happening in like a week. It's so weird. So early this year. Is it? No, it's the same as it always is. <laughs> it's always this week. No, it's early. Like sometimes it's like no, the twenty eighth. Is it? Yeah. Wait, isn't it? How would that? No, no, no. We sound like the weightlifters arguing about how many days there are in a week. It's like the third week. It's like always the third week of November. You know, or right? Um, I feel like it's early, but I don't. The fourth Thursday of November. Yeah. Thanksgiving is always celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah, right. it can be as early as November 22nd or as late as November 28th. So oh, we're okay. early because but see, probably- it's so funny. I always think, well, because Kate's birthday, Emily Beebe's birthday, Colin Hank's birthday are all that week. Yeah. So like, I always think the first week. Yeah. Not the late, not the latter part. Yeah. So I always think of like the 23rd as being Thanksgiving because of BB. Mm. Cause Emily, because of Emily always saying, My birthday is always on Thanksgiving. <laughs> what we really need to investigate is what was so 
so sexy that was happening in February for all of your friends' parents? Um, hello, Valentine's oh, Day. Valentine's Day. I mean, I guess, but I would feel like it's, well, it's not exact. I would have to exactly count 40 weeks, I guess, to see if that landed on Valentine's Day. I'm always fascinated by that. I'm always fascinated by how um, cities that win the Super Bowl have like a baby boom nine months later. Gross. <laughs> so gross. But, so fucking gross. I mean, Valentine's Day, that makes sense. That makes- but it's also like, oh, I hate that. <laughs> It could be, I feel like that's like a fact that I read from one of those books that you keep near the toilet or something. So who yeah. knows if it's, if it's true. <laughs> no, I just feel like that's really upsetting to me. <laughs> well, there might be an Oscar baby boom too. We don't know. We, no, no one's ever no looked. Oscar, no, there's no Oscar baby boom. Come on. Don't be crazy. <laughs> What's my Super Bowl? I'm trying to think. Like, what would... I never actually counted back. I never actually counted back to try to figure out... Well, I know Birdie was Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So I did know that. All right. Um, And Cricket was because I wanted to get pregnant before I... Before November... So that I would be mostly pregnant off TV, right? And then, and then I will, I will have had cricket before we have to go back for the next season. Right, this was Cougar Town, right? So I like just timed it. Yeah, Lincoln was the same. Lincoln was timed to the end of the Rosie O'Donnell show. See, guys, when you work in television, <laughs> you have to take these things into consideration. It's true. I was drinking this whole podcast today. You were drinking a little element? I have had element in my in my water, yeah. I've not been feeling my best. Yeah. Feeling my best. Right. Like emotionally. Yeah. And I honestly just know how important electrolytes are. And so I was like, you know what? I may as well yeah. remember to boost my electrolytes as well. Like, right? Like yeah. it's like all part of, it's like all the things, yeah. you know? I feel like when you're not feeling your best emotionally, hydration is the first thing to drop off the list that you're doing for yourself. I literally was just having this conversation with one of our mutual friends who's going through a thing. And I was like, there's a lot of things I could do for her, but I sent over Element and she has been enjoying the chocolate Element, which she's been making like a hot cocoa for herself with it. And that's so smart. It's so smart. It's such a good serving suggestion that they have. And she was like, this is saving my life right now. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, I don't know if you know, but electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in your body. The conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, fluid balance, uh, element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. So I'm not kidding. Like, it is really all, you know, some of it can be connected. Yeah. Um, And you don't have to be like an athlete to need electrolytes. Like, you are, you're, you're getting rid of electrolytes daily, like whether you 
are working out a ton and sweating a ton or not. Right. That's just a fact. Right. You know, I think sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm not really like working out, so I don't really need electrolytes. But you do. Like your body needs to be able to absorb yeah. the hydration. There's no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers. There's no junk. And we love it. And you should try it. Right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any order, which is eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. It's a great way that you can try all eight flavors and you could share Element with a friend. Uh, get yours at drinklmnt.com slash best. This deal is only available through our link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K. L-M-N-T dot com slash best. And you get to try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend and Element will give you your money back. No questions asked. So you have nothing to lose. This episode of Busy Phillips is doing her best is brought to you by Wild Grain. Guys, Wild Grain... We love you so much. It's a real the wild holidays, grain time of year. Listen, the holidays are the perfect wild grain time. Truly. Yeah. Wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, artisanal pastries. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required. And <sighs> we love wild grain. Casey and I love it. So much. Wild Grain is a celebrity to me. Like for for real. When I well, see the Wild pasta, Grain, our my in my house, the pasta is the stuff that goes so fast because it's so it like it's so easy. Yeah, it boils in like four minutes. Yeah, and it makes you feel like you really did something. Yeah, like I have fresh pasta here, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel like you're effortless, like you're effortlessly yeah. capable. It's amazing. Yeah. Also, just the smell of like fresh baked bread is like such a flex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like people do it before you have some people over. And like if you're putting a little meat and cheese plate, and you're like, oh, sorry, let me just get this loaf of bread <laughs> from the oven. Did you make that? Yes. Yes, I did. Because you did put that in the oven. <laughs> it's so good. You know, I could go on for days and days about the croissants. And I know you know my history with, you know. With croissants. With croissants and mm -hmm. enjoying them and how sometimes like some supermarket breads don't agree with my tummy and with my nose. <laughs> but I don't have that problem at all with wild grain. I know. Me neither. They use this slow fermentation process for their breads. And I don't know. It just does something good, guys. It does something good to my tummy. Yeah. If I got a gift of wild grain from someone, that someone mm. would be my most favorite person in the world. That's a great point. It's a great point. <laughs> guys, listen. You can now fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it little bit of each, whatever. <laughs> plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy to start your subscription. Oh, you heard me. Free croissants in every box. 
$30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy. That's wildgrain.com slash busy, or you can use promo code busy at the checkout. I'm going to um, the benefit for the Greenwich House like association, which is, I do pottery at Greenwich House Pottery, among other places. Um, but it's a really cool organization. Yeah. And Meredith Scardino is going with me from Girls 5 of Oh, I saw the girls, the Girls 5 of I saw that. I we saw had a little reunion. had dinner. We had a sleepover. Oh, that's so fun. Where did you sleep It was over? cute. Um, at Paula and Janine's house, Aww. which is upstate. Aww. So we all like went for the night upstate. It was really fun. That sounds so fun. And cute. Where did you and sleep? I slept on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> I I know. It was like, I just felt like, I'll do it. Yeah. It's okay, guys. Of course. Of course. But you know, Paula, you know, Paula is an animal rescuer. Okay. Specifically of like senior animals. Yes, I've seen her post Because about that. she is like the sweetest. She and her wife, Janine, are like the sweetest humans of all time. Yeah. And so they have like two rescue horses that they keep oh, wow. on the, in their bar. Like they're like, they've got, you know, and they just have this absolute like pack of these it looks like something out of a Disney movie. Yeah. It's like the one dog has wheels, you know, the other dogs, they're all seniors. So like one's like got like a tongue that doesn't go back in. Oh my God. They could one, be Instagram stars. No, I know. Th- th- there's like William with the wheels is... <laughs> He's like the great, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. He's an old guy too. Um, but anyway, it's just like <laughs> these these animals, these ridiculous senior dogs. And I just feel like, I don't know, Paula is the greatest person. I really like her. She's such an interesting person. Oh, yeah. Like she's Big super time. talented and hilarious, but... Just interesting, like her her art background and yeah, and how she like lives her life with her menagerie of animals. Love it. And I've known so Janine for a while, not really well, but we've known each other going back some. Yeah, she's wonderful too. <laughs> anyway, it was so fun. Oh, that's so fun. I'm glad you guys had like a little sleepover. I wondered yeah. like where you slept because I'm always curious about that in a sleepover. Like it's it's it, yeah. it's always interesting to me cuz i think you go into it not planning to really get a lot of sleep to be honest <laughs> i mean i went to bed early <laughs> <laughs> did you yeah like we kind of all just like we like kind of were just tired we all went to bed okay after, you know like we had dinner and hung out and yeah it's all hung out after for a bit and then just were like okay so you didn't all sleep in one room you went to your separate no quarters. no yeah, separate quarters. Oh my god! Did, but the, but the dogs like you could just hear the like click 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 on the <laughs> bit all night long because I was kind of you know like in the living room. That's interesting that them. you fell right asleep. Like it's interesting to me. Maybe you just felt Why? like because like I think sometimes you have a hard time getting to sleep, and it was it's just interesting to me that oh I woke up like seventeen times. <laughs> 
<laughs> I oh, didn't okay. stay. I was like, all right. I just like passed out because I was so tired because yeah. you and I had traveled the day before. Guys, we can't talk about it. <laughs> and uh, we will maybe someday. Um, well, either way, we will. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Yeah, I didn't. I, I was just like very tired and just passed out and then woke up and was like, yeah, I'm scared. I'm in I? the living room. <laughs> it's very exposed. There are, there are so many windows. Being the living room sleeper is so exposed in a sleepover. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It really is. It really was. <laughs> um, How many times do you get up to go pee in the night? Mm, mostly, most of the time, maybe just once. Just once. Oh, my God. Man. I've been trying not to drink so much water before bed. Okay. All right. I told you about, I made you listen to, <laughs> when I was visiting you in New York, um, which we can't really talk about. Oh, my about God. The Is this the of- pee story again? I Yes, I want to tell it because I think it's funny. <laughs> I was saying that. It's funny. <laughs> I had to pee in Busy's apartment and um I was like holding it forever. I don't know why. Just because like I who wants to go pee? Like it's not fun. But I always have to pee so much, but also like a part of my OCD um is that like I always count the uh, like the length of my pee. And so I was saying I made Busy listen to this story. Poor Busy. I was like my like a, an average pee is like counting to 10, but like a heavy, like if I really have to go like 13 to 16, maybe. But I was like, but I finally went downstairs to like where your bathroom is. And Mark was sitting very close to the bathroom on his computer. And I was like, went pee. And it was like a 25 long pee. And I was like, oh my. And all I could think the whole time is like, Mark is sitting right there. And I was, I was saying that. He's the last person I'd want to do that near because he would never say anything. You know, he would just like anyone else might like if it was Eric Gurian, what would he would be like, oh my God, you just peed for two days or whatever. But you can't hear people peeing in that powder room in the kitchen. I really felt like you could. I felt like it was that. I know, loud. but that's like it's I know, but it's not that's the honestly, Casey, it's the joy of bathrooms. <laughs> I don't know. We can hear everything in all of our bathrooms in this house. Well, I mean, clearly you've had some construction issues. <laughs> uh, anyway, I felt so bad. I felt bad for Mark. I felt I couldn't get it over fast enough. Even just the length of time I was in there. But it, I think this is a case. I think this is a case of like, no one is thinking that much about you. It's true. In the bathroom. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yet, I wouldn't have noticed either. Yet you can't help how you feel. But feel that way? Yeah. I know. I get it. I get that. Well, that's true. Did you watch the Mean Girls trailer? Did you see it? Yeah. I think the trailer is so good. I know people were like, why aren't any of the songs from the movie in the trailer? And I also had that question. But maybe they were just trying to keep the surprise of the music? I don't know. Yeah, or putting on like my producer hat. Maybe it has to do with the publishing of the songs. Like it might require some extra permissions. I mean, I know that obviously like the movie (laughs) knows everyone that wrote the songs, but it, it just might like, it might be something with like 
some kind of rules that you wouldn't think of unless I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think it's to me it feels more like they don't want to yeah, like spoil any they don't want any spoilers right. on like what the music and like what that's going to look like right. or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. That it all makes sense. But I was like cuz I haven't seen anything from the movie yet, yeah. you know, obviously. Yeah. Um and I was like, "Oh, I want to see <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Renee Rapp singing." Oh, um man. but that's very exciting. That is exciting. And I was like like real talk, real talk, guys. I'm gonna break it down. <laughs> You've been with us for a while. You, you might know this. Did we, I talked about this? Right. I don't know that that week, the week that I was filming, was the week that Kate found out she had cancer. Right. And Birdie had fainted at school right. and had that seizure. Yeah. That we, like, it was a. Fucking tough week for me. Yeah. Obviously. But uh, that's when I was doing that job. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to go to work, you know, and like, thankfully, like, they're, those guys are like family to me, Tina and Jeff and Gurian. Um, but I was kind of like, I don't even remember what I like did or looked like or said. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I sort of just got through it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to see. I was like excited to see myself. I'm excited because to I was see like, what I did. Oh, look at, look at her. <laughs> what is she doing? I don't know. Well, I'll see. I'll see when everybody, or maybe I'll get to see it a, a little early. Yeah. That's what you do. You're a pro. You just, uh, you know, disassociate and work, I guess. Yeah. I hope, I hope with time that, like, some of it comes back to you. Like, I hope when you see it, I hope that, you know, some of it comes back to you and you remember it fondly, like, as a fond experience. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I think it, you know, I, I don't think it, I don't think the work wasn't, Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just that week was very fraught. Yeah. You didn't have, you didn't have the space to enjoy it in that time. No, not really. I was sort of, it was just like, I just, the girls were so cute, you yeah. know, and, um, I, I just love, I loved all of them. So, um, yeah. But even like that, like I was working with, they're really young. They're in their early 20s, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to be like, guys, I'm going through this thing. I'm just like, you know, like. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it was just a lot of, yeah, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. But so I hope I'm good in it. <laughs> <laughs> My point was more, like, less about, like, you know, not remembering the experience. Like, I don't remember, like, I don't know what I did as an actor. And right. I can't tell you if it's good. <laughs> because, and that's, I hate that. Because I do feel like I am very aware of my own performances in terms of, like, I know if I, like, 
fucking nailed something or if I didn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm right. Like I'm always, you know, yeah. about my feeling about it. Um, and that's the part I can't remember. Like, I don't really know. Right. I don't feel like, I don't feel like I did, but maybe that's also just because of everything else. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You'll see. I And plus, I mean, I trust all those people that you are working with. I know them and love them all too. And I think that they, I'm sure they had your, had your, you're back in that in that moment. I'm sure if it hadn't been a good performance, they would have been like, "Let's do it a we're thousand gonna, more times." We're gonna, yeah, or we're gonna cut her. Or guys, just do whatever you have to do to get Rachel McAdams to come back and do this fucking part. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sure you did great. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. I can't wait to see it. That's exciting. So, like, what's going to happen now? Are you going to do press for it or? Yes. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, there's the vote to approve the contract for SAG. I think it's going to pass. You think so? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah, there's, like, a bunch of shit going on with that, too. I'm like, ugh. I know there's, it seems like there's more, more people are questioning it that I'm, that I'm seeing than the WGA did. Like, I feel like ever like the WGA, I feel like almost a hundred percent voted to ratify the deal that uh, was hammered out. But I have seen a few more actors who are like, I'm not so sure about this yet, but that might just be like familiarizing themselves with the terms or whatever. But overall, you feel like it's going to pass. I... <sighs> I do. I also, SAG-AFTRA is one of the largest unions in the country. Yeah. Full stop. There are many, 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 I mean, there's like 200 and over 250,000 members of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. And I think that it's like the United States of America. You have people who have really strong feelings about different pieces of it, which may or may not like directly affect them. Right. Um, But the other thing is that like some of this stuff with the AI conversations that have been happening and saying that it's not protecting enough and blah, blah, blah. This contract is a two and a half year contract, essentially. Right, right. It's two and a half years. Yeah. And also no one has any fucking actual information about AI. Right. This is like, it's all hypothetical st- right now. Right. But they made, there's like the language that's in place makes it so that it can be sort of expanded upon or whatever right. in the future if right. it needs to be. Right. And I just feel a little bit like people who are like burn it to the ground. It's like, okay, but like, but guess what? Like there was probably going to be nothing to come back to. Right. And if it were even like a five-year contract or 10-year contract, I would think we should probably, but like none of these fucking people know anything. Right. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, 
And also, and also, does anyone understand that negotiating equals that no one party gets everything that they want? Right, right. You make gains. And like, you have to just look at if the gains that are being had right now are good enough for everyone to like put an entire industry back in business. Right. Right. And also, we all have to remember, too, that, like, whatever happens with the unions, you still, I guess, you have the power to negotiate on behalf of yourself and accept or not accept any terms for any job that you're signing on to do. Like, you know, so if something seems fishy to you once everything's ratified, you can say no to it. You can, you know. Well, that's the other thing too. Hopefully. Like, (laughs) well, you can't, I mean, yes. (sighs) I I just am like, I I don't know. I'm a little, everybody wants to fucking fight right now. Yeah, about everything. About About fucking everything. everything. Everybody wants to fight about everything. And it is like, just wild to me that our country loves fucking superhero movies so much (laughs) because it's wild that nobody recognizes like the dark cloud that is rolling over, you know, in the wide shot, you know, like if you're looking at the United States or the world or whatever, like there's the dark cloud that's like rolling over. And, And the deal is, And it just is. It's like catching. It's catching on. People are just like going darker and darker and more and more negative. And like, I guess maybe everybody's just waiting for, they're waiting for Superman. They're waiting for a Superman. And it's fucking wild to me. Like, it doesn't exist. Like, that's you have to never gonna happen. You have to. You be have your to fucking do Superman. it yourself. Yeah. We all have to do it. Yeah. But all. But even in terms of just like rejecting the darkness, which I have been trying so fucking hard, and then I just uh, have had my own twenty four hours, and so I just today could not. Yeah, I get it. Just before we got on, I was reading, just by way of example, I saw a video with a recipe. A woman was making a chicken dish. And the arguments in the comments about whether or not you wash chicken were the most vitriolic I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, that's, that's where we are. Like, you know, like that's, people are channeling huge feelings into whether or not you're supposed to wash chicken. You're not, by the way. You're not supposed to. Yeah. Anyway, don't wash chicken. Well, um, yeah, I don't want to spread bacteria. Oh God, I did it again. They do this thing when you order from this restaurant here. Yeah. I mean, if you order the burger, uh-huh. then it says underneath it, like, popular additions. Yeah. And one of them is French fries. But if you fucking order the burger, it comes with French fries. Oh, so you got extra fries? But I got tricked. 
And this happened to me before. You know what they say, fool me once. I just, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like that's a little scammy to say that. It's a, a it's a fucking scam. Like they know their burger comes with fries. Is it really a Why popular it, addition but, to add, add fries to your fries? Probably not. No. So it can't be. Yeah. So I feel like that's it. Listen, at best, the most charitable interpretation is that it's careless on their part. The the less charitable interpretation is that it's a little bit of a scam and they're trying to get your extra fries money. Could I make more noise? <laughs> you could make more noise. <laughs> they're really good fries. Well, that's good because you got double. So stupid. Ooh, you they're going to have a Black Friday sale. That is so exciting. I've seen Guys, so many of my friends are needing new mattresses right now. Well, tell them. I'm telling tell them. them. I'm telling them right now. I'm getting online to tell them right now that Helix is having a Black Friday sale. From 11-10-23 to 11-19-23, November 10th, which was passed. Yeah. To November 19th, guys. Yeah. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders using the code... Helix Partner 25. And two free pillows. Oh my God. That's amazing. Those pillows are so nice. You're not going to get a better sale than that. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it is amazing. And guys, you know how much we love these Helix mattresses. They've been a partner since the beginning of our show because we got those mattresses and Casey and I declared that we were in love. <laughs> with them. And we really mean it. The mattress has been one of my most stable relationships over the I years. Mean. And when I'm away from it, oh boy, do I miss it. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great, guys. <laughs> guys, it's not great. <sighs> Here's what I know. Here is what I know. Not only is it the best mattress I've ever slept on, the setup was fast and easy they're delivered in a box straight to your door for free. They come with a 10 to 15-year warranty, depending on the model. Yeah. I mean, a 100-night trial, a 100 nights in your own home. If you're like at 99, you call them. You're like, I'm not into it. They will come and get the mattress. That's incredible. And now- That's amazing. They have their newest, most high-end collection, the Helix Elite, which is, I mean, I might want- Elite. I might want that. Elite. Yeah. You gonna upgrade? <laughs> and it has the same 100-night trial as the rest of Helix's mattresses. Are you wondering which Helix mattress you should get? Good news. There's a quiz. There's a quiz you take, <laughs> and they'll tell you what mattress to buy. They have so many different types of mattresses. They even have a plus-size mattress for big and tall people, which I think is so great because, you know, inclusion is so important to me. Always. Always. Listen, guys. All right. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. For our listeners in honor of Black Friday, go to helixsleep.com slash best and then use the code helixpartner25. This is their best offer. It's not going to last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
how your chomp's doing. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah. I have to order another batch because I can't keep them stocked in my house. Well, yeah, especially because are you still like doing the, the keto stuff? Yes, still doing keto, which is why I'm like, oh, great, chomps. I'll fill my cabinet full of chomps and then I'll have those. But then they j- just keep flying out. So people that are not doing keto in my house are also enjoying the chomps. Well, I mean, I'm not doing keto and I enjoy the chomps. <laughs> yeah, because they taste good. Chomps are like a meat stick protein snack. Which you're familiar with that, but Chomps is like way better as well. Well, it's better for lots, lots and lots of reasons. Um, they only source from farmers who raise animals humanely and farm responsibly, um, which is always important. Yes. They don't have any unhealthy additives. They have zero sugar. Right. They are low carb. They're keto friendly, allergy friendly. They don't contain any fillers. Um, they're just made with really great ingredients and delicious flavors. And, uh, it makes it very simple. Very simple. They come in nine flavors. Yeah. There's something for everyone. There's also the variety pack, which is what I had and need to get again. Yeah. Um, they're great on their own. You can pair them with everything from fruit to hummus or crackers or whatever you want. Cheese. Anyway, right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash best. Go to chomps.com slash best for 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash best. Don't forget to use our link so that they know that we sent you. Oh my God, I went to this diner the other day. We had to go to Inglewood, which is kind of like a far drive if you're not familiar with Los Angeles. It's a far drive from where I live. It's right by the airport. Yeah. And so we had to, I had to like return something and Matt wanted to return it in person to the store because they charge $8 to like return it by mail. And he was like, I can't in good conscience pay that $8. So we're going to like return it to the store. Returning is like a whole other world now, by the way. I'm sure you don't do it a lot, but recently like I ordered an article of clothing from like an online only entity and uh I was allowed to return it at an Ulta store and when I brought it into the Ulta store the people that worked at Ulta seemed like they never heard of this phenomenon they were like I was like I'm here to return this skirt and they were like Ma'am, this is a makeup skirt? store. Skirt? Yeah, it was a skirt. And the, and I don't understand. I I know. I didn't understand either. And then they like called a manager and then she produced some kind of iPad and she scanned my skirt and she was like, "Okay, you're all set." And then I got an email saying it was returned. And I was like, "What is this?" And the woman working at the counter was like, "What is this? I don't know." But apparently it's like a thing. Anyway, we went to Inglewood to return this other item so that we didn't have to pay the $8 whatever, processing fee. And um, we went to this diner, Chips Diner or Chips Restaurant that's in Hawthorne, California, I believe, which is right next to Inglewood. And I went because it's like this, um, it's, you know, it's an old school diner and I love a vintage building. And so we went and I loved it. They were having full fucking Christmas in there. They had the trees up. They had the music was 
all full Christmas soundtrack. I loved it. I was delighted. I had a Christmas hamburger, no fries, sadly, but but the hamburger was very good. And uh, it was really, it was weird. It was very, um, it was very transporting for one hour. I love that. I loved it too. I don't know if he was the owner, but he was like the guy who took care of us. And I assume maybe he was the owner because he had like an air of authority. (laughs) He was so sweet and he checked on us so many times. And I was like, it really, sometimes you just need it, right? Like one time I went to, uh, one time I was in Los Angeles, I was visiting for work and I had a day where I just had to go to so many meetings and I was running around and I didn't live here. So I was like very stressed out about whether I was getting to places on time, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I just realized I was starving in the middle of the day and I went to Cantor's Deli, which is like Mm. legendary Cantor's Deli. If you don't know in LA, it's, it's a... It's like a landmark. But anyway, like having a tuna sandwich and matzo ball soup there really just like transported me to another place and time. And I just felt so happy. And sometimes I just think about that tuna sandwich and that bowl of soup and like my server who was so wonderful and just like, it was just exactly what I needed in that moment. And I'm like, that's a talent for like a server to be like, I know what this bitch needs. <laughs> like, I know exactly how many ice waters she needs to drink. I know exactly how many times to ask her how everything tastes. You know, it's just like perfect. I love a perfect, a perfect lunch. I'm eating mine right now. <laughs> What's on your burger? Mm. People want to know. People are asking. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's from Pastis. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's the Pastis Burger All American. Okay. What comes on that? Pickles, onions, cheese. Pickles, onions, cheese. And some sort of sauce. Is it like um like their own twist like on like uh-huh. Big Mac sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, orange sauce. Orange sauce. They used to sell this thing called Big H sauce that I think was like meant to be, speaking of, this is like, they probably have it in the Vermont country store. I don't know. Big H sauce, maybe they still have it. It was like the store version of Big Mac sauce, I think. But I just remember me and my cousins would try to add that to the grocery list every week. Like, can we please... Please have Big H sauce. It must have had TV commercials or something. And then I remember we finally got it and we didn't we didn't like it. Because I had never had a Big Mac. I never had a Big Mac until I was an adult, like a few years ago. I had one for the first time. What? Yeah, I know. It's so weird. Wait, also, do they sell Big H sauce in the Vermont country store? I don't know. I'm saying they probably do. They probably do have it, but I would, yes. I was obsessed with Big H sauce and try, the trying of Big H sauce, which I wound up not liking. There was also like was that, this but peanut butter. Was it H for Heinz? Maybe. It could have been for Heinz. There was also like this peanut butter jelly mixed, like striped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I remember that. And then there was. Always trying to get my mom to get that. Yeah. She's like, busy? No. <laughs> and then I think there was also a peanut butter brand called Googly Eyes that I think was basically like a high sugar peanut no. butter. 
I think it's true. I'm like, I'm just free associating like shit I remember from my childhood right now. But I do feel like there was, I remember there was a commercial for something called Googly Eyes Peanut Butter. And I was obsessed with it. And I don't think I ever. Maybe it was regional. Maybe. I don't think I ever got a, like, I, I don't think I ever successfully convinced my mom to buy it. Uh, I think I just like tried it. Oh. No, it's not called, it wasn't called googly eyes. It's called Kugel. <laughs> Kugel was a flavored peanut spread marketed by Kraft. It was available in several flavors, including chocolate, cinnamon, vanilla, and banana. I don't know. I just, I never got my mom to buy it, which, you know, that's why I, I guess I didn't know what the name was. Wait, how do you spell it? It's like... K-O-O-G-L-E. Yeah, I know. It sounds like like noodle kugel or whatever, but it was, yeah. Why did I think it was called googly eyes? What? Kids because are, look at the packaging, weirdo. Kids are so stupid. <laughs> no, but look at the packaging. It does have googly eyes. It has yes. googly eyes on the packaging. <laughs> That's why you thought it was googly eyes. But I really thought that there was like, I, I, Oh, maybe in the, I'm going to have to listen to the jingle or something at some point because maybe they said googly eyes in the jingle. Like maybe they were like Google the peanut butter with the googly eyes or something. Ew, it looks so gross. I mean, everything looks gross from the 70s. It's it's mm. like the the science of determining what was like visually appetizing had not been invented yet. <laughs> so everything is just... Looks like it's so weird to look at pictures of products that like the jars look like they might already be a little rusty, you know, like on the store shelf. <laughs> so weird, bad and weird. <laughs> Bizarre. Of course, there's TikToks about it. People who are old enough to remember Kugel. Kugel shouldn't be on TikTok. How's that happening? Everything's on TikTok. <laughs> Everything is on TikTok. I know. I have increasingly found myself searching for things on TikTok for like quick explainers. And I feel like that is a real slippery slope. Because yeah. like TikTok's not, that's that's not where I should be looking up information. Who knows? What is information, Casey? <laughs> you know what I mean? I would say do your own research, but what is that? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And then we were just having a conversation about this, about how, like, we've gone from an era of, like, lack of information because, like, when we were kids, you got, like, one set of encyclopedias in your lifetime if you were, like, very fortunate. and it, If you were rich. Yeah, if you were rich. But it was never updated with, like, even though you know, history happened every year. So, you know, so you would go to the library, again, if you're very fortunate to like look up things that were in books. But again, information only traveled at the speed of books, you know, which isn't the fastest. And so information was always in constant need of updating. And now we have this like real-time updating. Well, of there were newspapers, Casey. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and magazines. That's true. Microfiche. Ma microfiche for sure. Yeah. And the news. 
The yeah. nightly news. The nightly news. But still, even the nightly news, like, you watched it, but it was, like, ephemeral. You know what I mean? Like, I guess— A hundred percent ephemeral. Those, I think, yeah. but everything from our childhood and yeah. teen years yeah. was ephemeral. Everything, yeah, unless you, like, cut it out and— pasted it in a book like the the newspaper went in the garbage every day and so you'd be like oh I think it like things were left up more to like memory and interpretation and I wonder if people's memories were better back then um but now we have like constant updated information but it also like allows the profligation of misinformation and we're also interpreting things and bringing, like, our own interpretation to things. It's really, it's wild to have lived in this time where that's, like, you know, like, it's always wild to me to have lived in a time when I never watched Star Trek intentionally, but I was unintentionally exposed to Star Trek. And they always had those, like, little communicators. And I'd be like, wow, imagine that, like, a little thing clipped to your shirt that like you can talk to people or whatever and now we have those basically we're living in star trek i mean my eyebrows are better (laughs) are you talking about mr spock's eyebrows well not zach my god (laughs) he has great eyebrows zach quinto fucking amazing yeah he has great everything i've seen him a lot recent recent in the last few weeks but now he's He's off again. He's out of out of New York. Ah, I know. I'm bummed. He just. I off. like him. I I think he's like he's super interesting. He's really to interesting. watch in everything. He's he's always interesting on screen. But I think he also has like a really funny sense of humor. Um, he's been a guest on on things on shows that I've worked on, and he's very funny. <laughs> Are you getting to your pickle? No. Nope. what's that i ordered chocolate mousse oh that's good that'll you need that that chocolate does chocolate like what does it do to you what's the chemical in chocolate that makes you feel better i don't know does it release serotonin yeah probably everything that makes me feel better releases serotonin (laughs) (laughs) you need to throw everything at your serotonin levels right now Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah. I think so. That's good. Yeah. It is. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking knows. So you're getting ready for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. next week. Well, here's the thing. I'm unsure how to safely ship my ceramic pieces to the people that they're going to. Mm. I have two recommendations for people to talk to about it, but you probably know, you probably know real experts in the shipping field and you don't even know it. But I will say that Summer, who does our merch for the podcast, she knows a lot about shipping. Even, and I know you're thinking like soft goods, t-shirts are not the same as pottery, but I think she has like an outside expertise in shipping other items that are not t-shirts. But also my son Eli has a lot of experience shipping fragile items. My box and ship place yeah. near me, we talked to the woman there. She's like, I can do it. Okay. All right. Well. 
it's so hard because normally you just insure something and like right if it they're priceless gets busted, but these are priceless and you made them priceless. and yeah who can who can put a price on your I mean you can put a price on the value of the materials and I suppose your time, but yeah not the artist really price, priceless <laughs> that goes those pigs. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my gosh, do you have a lot to ship? Yeah, I have a I do actually. Um we'll see. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm about to say a couple words that are gonna make you lose your mind because I said them around this time of year last year for a different application, and we weren't able to successfully find it ever. The spray foam. Oh my god. We wanted to make like little bottle but brush. Does that would that I think stick pe- to the pottery? People spray spray foam into a box, they put plastic down on it, and then as it's expanding, they push the item into it so it makes like a custom molded. Oh, you wrap the item in plastic. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and then oh, that's amazing. Yeah, then spray foam on top. Wild. I mean, but if you can't find the spray foam, you fucked. We really couldn't last year. We couldn't. I think. Do you think we couldn't find spray foam because that craft was so popular, making those, making those like little scenes with the spray foam for I snow? I think it's like incredibly toxic. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a possibility. So I think that a lot of stores, a lot of just don't states, they don't dabble in it, states, especially in it. New York City. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where it's like, this product is so flammable. Oh, my God. You know, my son goes to estate sales all the time to, like, look at the vintage wares or whatever. Listening to him talk about this, like, whenever someone is hyper-interested in something, it's always so interesting to me, like, what their little tidbits are that they share. And he always talks about how he always asks to see the garage because he's interested in what type of vintage solvents the person had in their, like, work area. Because he's like, so many solvents have been banned, but there's, like, you know, there's nothing compares to such and such a chemical, like... <laughs> Like some chemical that you dip your hand in and just come out with skeleton fingers or whatever. Oh, my God. He's like wants to buy a 30-year-old jug of like stripper. Not, you know, not like stripper, dancer, but like furniture (laughs) stripper. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Thanks for clearing that up. Just to be clear. Thank you for clearing I appreciate I don't it. Spread I appreciate false rumors about my kid because the true rumors are enough that he's interested in vintage solvents. Oh my god, <laughs> you really, it's really, really funny. <laughs> but I hope you, I hope you figure it out because I'm sure you have a lot of pots to send out. Yeah, I do. I do. And there, you have pots like piling up. I'm sure. I really do. <sighs> <laughs> but your lady says she can do it. I'm going to trust. I'm just going to trust. Do you want to send a test one to um, me? Well, I mean, I have one to send to you. Aww, but I mean, like, you send one that's already, like, busted or something. That already mm. has, like, an arm broken off. And then, I do have those. Yeah. And then we can see if it works. Like the, uh, like the egg experiment that you do in science class <laughs> in school. 
Did you ever do that where you drop, you have to like make a rig to keep an egg from breaking? I never did anything fun in school. You never did that? No. I was, you know what? That is my, um, that was, I was devastated that my egg did not survive uh, because I thought I had a really smart idea for what my, uh, what my egg suspension system was and it, it just broke. Was it spray foam? It wasn't spray foam. It was like straws. Like I made kind of like a stabilization. Right. That was like the whole thing too, right? Like you had to like use the materials that you were provided. I don't know. I, I feel like they just let us use whatever we wanted and I chose straws and it was not, it was not good. Oh. I think like, I think someone in my class literally just wadded up like cotton in a box and dropped their egg and their egg survived. And I like tried to uh-huh. do this big fancy scientific thing and it it just smashed. And I was like, what the fuck? Humiliated. But that just goes to show you that like, you know, sometimes you think you have a great idea and it really sucks. Or it's like a good idea, but it just doesn't work. <laughs> Well, that's the story of my life. <laughs> that's been the story of my week, by the way. Like, I have, I know I talked about this last week because people were like, yes, I'm feeling that too. I've literally not been able to complete a task yet again this week just because of like everything is like a form I don't know how to fill out or something. And then I have to call someone to ask them what I choose on the form. And they'll like, their answer is like, yeah, just fill it out. And I'm like, listen, I don't know how to fill this fucking form out and I need like more information. They're like, just go online and get the get the guide. And then I go online and there is no guide. And I'm just like, fuck you, man. This is, this is all a prank. It's a prank. I can't finish anything. I can't finish anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when the last time I finished anything was. <laughs> You're finishing things all the time. You're finishing your what pots. I mean, you have to go like a further step and, you know. Yeah, I do. You know, yeah, I've been, that's, I guess, maybe that's why I can't, maybe that's why I am not finishing anything else. (laughs) Because you're just. Because I'm just finishing those fucking pots. Yeah, you're just in, well, you're like hyper-focused on that. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Does it make you feel better? Is it therapeutic to be throwing pottery? I think so, right? I like Actually, just don't know. But at least it's something. Ah, we talk a lot about mental illness on this show today, or just struggling with the times that we are currently in and facing in the world and our lives. And we're very lucky that our show is brought to you by BetterHelp. For many reasons, because I think that we all can use therapy. I do. I think so. And like, there's a lot that is very stressful and a lot that is happening and helping you sort of dig through it all uh, so that you know where the feelings are coming from and you don't accidentally take it out in a comment section (laughs) about a chicken recipe, I think is important. And that's like one of the benefits of therapy, not the only one, of course. Yeah. There's also tools to help you manage overwhelming stress and also just like grief and the times that we live in. I mean, here's the truth. 
like we could probably all use therapy when things are going well, you know? Well, 100%. Like at a at a baseline and when things are challenging then, you know, w- we really need to get on it. So better help is there for you. And they make it so easy for everyone, which I think is what is so important, especially for people who maybe have never gone to therapy before or aren't really familiar with how it works or feeling a little bit like, I don't know if that's for me. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. And you fill out a little questionnaire. They match you with a licensed therapist and... You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I really highly recommend giving therapy a shot and BetterHelp would love to be there for you and to help you. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash busy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash busy. Busy. Oh, Lumi. I love Lumi. I love Lumi so much. I love it too. People are like, are you talking about a lamp? What are you talking about? (laughs) If you don't know, it's a -a one-of-a-kind whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who discovered that odor isn't just an underarm issue. It's everywhere. So she developed this pH-optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor everywhere for up to 72 hours. Incredible. Come on. Yeah. It's incredible. But it's also like you can use it like under your boobs or between your boobs, like especially if you're wearing sports bras a lot, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, it can go on your pits, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas. Come on. we all got them. Everywhere. We all got them. Baking soda free, paraben free, pH balanced for safe use, clinically proven to control odor better than... A shower with soap alone. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. I love I love um, clinical proof myself. Me too. <laughs> me too. But I also just love Lumi. I love it. I think it's a great product. You can use it on your feet or the bottom of your children's or feet. Or your kids. Serious? Yes. I'm serious. You can maybe, maybe feet. it's a good stocking stuffer in your house. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers because it comes with the solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice. Like you can get a mini body wash and deodorant wipes. I love the body wash. And free shipping. Me too. But it's also that the starter pack is great because we're all about to start traveling for the, over the holidays and stuff. Yes. And you just got all these like little sizes of things then. To try. It's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to take with you. Yeah. Um, And as a special offer for you, our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with our code BEST at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code BEST. Well, let me ask you this. Do you feel like you're having a time that, I don't know, do you feel like you're having a time that maybe there's something out there that could help, like that could help you get through it? I don't know. Jenny Connor 
today was like, I think maybe you should <laughs> talk to a psychopharmacologist. She's like, you you know, um, which is maybe true. Yeah. So I reached out to this woman that I had gotten her name from Michelle a while back, like through just like a recommendation from somebody else. Yeah. And, um, and so I left, like, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow, but I've been talking to my therapist, you know. Sure. Of course. My talk, talking therapist. Yeah. Um, because I mean, well, listen, like the way that you feel is 100% understandable, like obviously, but also, yeah, it seems like it seems like maybe it's affecting your ability to do the things that you want to do or feel the way that you want to feel while you're doing the things that you want to do, maybe. Because I don't think, I don't, it's not necessarily stopping you from doing anything, but. No, I am like the most functioning person whatever's happening, you know? Yeah. I like do, I do, I do a lot of things, you know? Yeah. I just, you know, I feel like it's, um, yeah, I just feel like it's hard to, I don't know, hard to like know um, what to do. Yeah. You know, right now it's, did we talk about this? Like how all generations have, you know, experienced wars and atrocities and like, you know, all all the like things that when people are like, this is the worst time in history. It's like, well, it, you know, I guess th- that's hard to say, hard to judge that, you know, because, yeah. but, but the fact is like, we know his, his <laughs> the history right. and that and of course people are like but social media is so like you know is having us like be able to confront in a way you know people didn't know as much what was going on or yeah i still think people knew like i i, I actually think people did read the paper listen to the radio sure. like um people knew yeah i truly think that the combination of like the global warming like the climate crisis yeah and the fact that no one is doing anything about it i don't know how to explain it like the world is dying and we're just animals yeah and anytime like an animal is in a place where there's like all of a sudden danger you know like an earthquake or whatever yeah like they run away, like they're just trying to get the fuck away, you know? Yeah. And I just think we like collectively have this thing, like the fucking planet is dying. And I think it's it's compounding everything. Is that crazy? I don't think it's crazy. I think a lot of people feel similarly or near the way that you're feeling. But um, I'm not, I don't think about the fucking, I'm just saying, I don't think about the climate crisis like daily. I really don't. Yeah. I'm not kidding, you know? Yeah. I'm saying that it's like, there is something happening 
like in people that is, uh, that has to do with it. I don't know what that has to do with the world, like the deeply unsettling nature of like us, like, I don't know, our primal sort of instincts and that the, this isn't right. Like the world is, the planet is not doing okay. Right. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally maybe know. Maybe I sound I, crazy. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I don't okay. know. Guys. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I mean, listen, it's as good of a theory as anything, you know, to explain. Yeah, I think there is a global climate crisis. It's always something that I have, I feel like always have had on my mind, which is like, it's weird, right? Because... You don't want to be like, I don't want to be a doomsday prepper because there's like a connotation with who that kind of person is. But of anyone, I know I am the most likely to like be in practice a doomsday prepper. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not the personality type, but like... I am the person that is like, no, I have a go bag. It's very serious. Like I use solar power whenever I can. Like those, these are all things that have been really important to me for a long time. And I think that that's probably a way that, and I want to be clear, like I don't think my doing those things makes a huge difference. Like we've had this conversation before. Me not using yeah. plastic straws anymore. Right. It doesn't make a huge difference like globally to, you know, it, it's it needs to be addressed on a bigger level. It's like, it reminds me of when you're editing a TV show and you need to take seven minutes out of the TV show to meet the total running time. And like, you're there with usually someone who's in the show and they keep suggesting like, two second cuts. Like, oh, we could cut that when I look over there. And you're like, we need seven minutes gone. Not like two, like if we just take two seconds out of a bunch of things, we'll be here four days later and still only have like a minute gone. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about the the climate crisis is that we need to like address much bigger issues. So me driving a hybrid good for me, you know, <laughs> like, uh, but I, right. And the, and the truth is like all of the things, like we know, you know, the military. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. it's like the number one polluter. Yeah. Like war is the number, like, I don't know, man. Oh, but I think I, I do the things I do as a means to like control my own feelings about all of these. Right. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Like, and whether or not it helps, I like to at least think, like, I'm doing less harm. And I know a lot of people live like that. But, yeah, it is scary. I don't know. I'm reading, like, about these fucking super volcanoes, you know? And how— What's a super volcano? Well, it's a really big and bad volcano. And there's one kind of bubbling in Iceland right now. Uh, And, you know, that could bring about, like, a volcanic winter, which, like, what's that? Then you just go down this hole of, you know. Nothing I'm going to survive. Exactly. You know. That's for sure. That's for fucking sure. And then, you know, some scientist came out and said, like, 
the singularity is going to happen by 2035, you know, which is... What's that? What's the singularity? singularity is when artificial intelligence... Oh, right, right, right. ...becomes sophisticated well, enough to, like... Yeah, yeah. become sophisticated enough to remake itself and improve itself oh, yeah. without our help. 100%. Um, yes. I'm like, you guys know that I think we're all Sims. We've gone through this. <laughs> I just, like... Can I just ask for my player to, like, invest in some mental health slash uh, serotonin. I'm going to mash all the buttons on my computer and and see if it drops some little pills into your mouth. (laughs) Like, truly, can I just get, can I get a serotonin push? It sounds like... From my player. I mean, I hope you don't mind me saying it sounds like you do need something, (laughs) because... And not to say, like, you know, you're doing all the work. You know, you're doing all the work to, but I just feel like it seems like you have, you have like a thing that is stickier than usual, like harder to budge than usual. And who could blame you? Who could blame you? But I also want you to be able to like be as okay as you can, you know? Mm-hmm. I do. I was going to tell you, I shouldn't do this today. This podcast. I was going to text you earlier, and then I was just like, fuck, I don't have time to do it any other time this week. It's okay. It's okay to be real about it. I think that other people are probably happy to hear you say that, you know, you're in this moment that maybe you're not moving through in the way that you wish you were, you know? I just... I mean... Yeah. But I also know, like, you want to be there for Mm -hmm. all the things you want to be there for, you know? And so... Mm -hmm. Not the least of which is Cricket, who, by the way, I had so much fun hanging out with her. That was, like, the highlight. I I mean, it was so great to see you and to do what we did and, you know, and that's all, like, hopeful and and fun and exciting, but I had such a blast hanging out with Cricket. She's the greatest kid. She's fun. She's hilarious and, uh, yeah, and, like, here's what I love about her. She just, like, entertains an adult's bullshit. Like, I just show up at your house and, like, start talking to her while she's trying to eat dinner and she just is like, yeah, let's do this. I'll talk to this lady. Oh, my God. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) She was so sweet. I don't want to blow up her spot and share what we what we had conversation about because some of it might be, you know, private to her. Um, but she yeah, just was, she said this thing that was so sweet that it just melted my heart that I will like tell you okay. off of the podcast. But it was, it was really so, so sweet. sweet. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's such a good egg, that girl. I know. She's a really good kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It was very sweet. Well, but um, yeah. So we'll listen. We don't have to make this a yeah. long podcast today because it's a hard one and you're just feeling blech. blech. And, you know, yeah. like I said, I think you're far from alone. You know, I've been 
talking to friends of ours and uh, talking to listeners of the podcast. And I think everyone is feeling sort of like, what do I do? You know? And so I don't know that we, we don't have the answers, obviously, because we don't know what to do with ourselves. Right. But I am, I am proud that, you know, that we have this community where people are talking to each other and uh, are there for each other. Maybe we should do another round of like group chats if people want to refresh their group chats going into like the end of the year. That's always nice. Oh, it's a good idea. To have people that you can chit chat with. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one thing that might give you a little serotonin. What? Well, maybe a little bit, and it will only take a short time. Our friends, Heather McMahon and Phoebe Robinson and Casey Wilson are all a part of the Great American Baking Special, mm-hmm. holiday special mm-hmm. on, I think it's on the Roku channel. I think that's where I found it. Um, and it is delightful. There are other people also on it. Um, an NBA player, Joel McHale, the guy from uh, Broad City, their, the roommate, Arturo. Uh, but anyway, it is... It's very delightful, and I think it'll make you happy to see your friends. I was messaging Phoebe about it because I was like, I don't know. Do you watch the Great British Bake Off ever? No. You never do? Paul Hollywood is like, he's kind of like if Guy Fieri had like a British cousin uh, who was like, you know, he's dapper. He has very exacting baked good standards. He is a little scary, but also like maybe a little handsome. Like maybe you have a crush on him, but you're like very intimidated by his knowledge of baked goods. But anyway, I was messaging Phoebe because I wanted to get like some, some scoop, some tea on Paul Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think it would give you like a little, a little swallow of serotonin while you're waiting to talk to a pharmacologist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go have a, I'm going to go have a nice time at the, uh, fundraiser tonight with Meredith. Oh, good. That'll, that'll, it'll help. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Yeah. And I th- I want to say, like, I know how it is for me, so I can only imagine it's a million times for you. And, you know, and it's not to complain or whatever, but, like, in addition to all of the messages, like, like you were saying, like, we have access to so much information and also, like, so much misinformation and, you know, real time. Like, it's like, it's like a living newspaper, like, you mm-hmm. know. But also, I think that you probably experience people telling you what they think of how you do every single thing that you do. And it's a Mm -hmm. lot. It's a lot to take in and you want to be open to it. But also, it's, it's hard. It's like, you know, it's, it's just hard to, it's just hard. Like, even if you don't look at it, it, you know it's all there. And 
it's just a lot. And I feel like that's, um, that's where we are, you know? It's, it's a lot about people telling you things about you. Um, right. And I don't know. I don't know how you metabolize that as a person, you know, in the most healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that I don't know has been figured out yet. I think there's like, yeah, I mean, I think that it's easier sometimes than others. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just like, you know, yeah, just like digesting anything. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, are you, is it even worth asking? Are you doing your best at anything? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm doing my best at just trying to, continuing to, you know, just try. I feel like, well, I, I'm, I did my best at plant care this week, <laughs> to be honest. Really, these guys really got their, their plant food and water. They got moved around. Good. So... They're thriving. <laughs> Your plants looked great when I was there. I was impressed. Yes, they're great. They're doing really well. Have you always I'm been good at plant care? No, 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 not at all. Okay. Mm-mm. I could. I would only always have cut flowers because uncut jobs. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, I couldn't take care of plants. But now I have. Now you know the secrets. That's good. I could use some help. I inherited a lot of plants and I'm not doing right by them. And they're (sighs) like still, still hanging in there despite my uh, inability to know what to do. A lot of succulents. I need like a succulent uh, type of. Succulents are weirdly hard sometimes. They're so hard because they're like leaving me alone. Yes. You try to you do just things leave them alone. Like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me They're alone. They're like, shh, and then You're talking too loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you like leave them alone and then you check <laughs> and one then they're day dead. and they're dead. And they're like, you left me alone too long. Yeah, that's so true. It's very it's hard. so true. It's like a- That's th- like men, I think, too. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rough. And then they do this thing called bolting, which is like where- they just shoot off in a weird direction. You don't want them to go, which is also like men, I men. guess. Yeah. Men. Succulents. Men. Succulents. Succulents. Men. They're just like men. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm proud of you. Your plants look beautiful. They uh, Thank you. looked healthy. Even one that you said wasn't doing great was doing great when I was there. So, you know. Did you decide to paint the rest of the backs of your bookshelves? Well, I got one done. I know I was there when you did that one. You did like a, I know, but that's that's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Just that one. <laughs> It'll. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <gasps> oh my gosh! Are you gonna do it, or are you gonna have someone do it? Um, it's unclear. Unclear. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right. Well, what am I? What are you doing your best at? I know. What am I doing my best at? I mean. I'm trying to just make friends with these new under eyes of mine. It's not going great. Um, we'll have joint eye surgery. Okay, I would do that. We'll schedule it and re- recover. Oh, my God. The, we'll call it the Joan Rivers Memorial Eye Surgery. She would be so happy. She'll watch <laughs> over us. 
She would always be like, <gasps> never suggested getting surgery to me, but she would always be like, please go get a facial. I'm begging you. <laughs> like, you need to do this for yourself. And I would just, like, she really believed in, obviously, she believed in maintenance. And she was always so mad that I wouldn't, like, splurge on a facial. And I think she might be right. Like, if I had gotten those facials when she told me to, maybe I wouldn't be crying about my eye bags right now, you know? I don't know. So there's that. I've been trying I've been trying to put shit on them. It's too late now. What am I, What in my medicine cabinet is going to fix, you know, decay? Nothing. Uh, but also, like... It's really harsh words. I mean, <laughs> did, were you the one, weren't you the one that were, was like, people aren't giving themselves grace, they're not giving other people grace? Like, literally, Casey, <laughs> what is happening? I know, <laughs> cool it. You know what it is? I'm very, What do these mean to you? What is it? I'm very hostile because I just, for some reason, sometimes there are things, even though I'm rational and, like pragmatic, there are some things that I just think I just make assumptions about that are 100% dead wrong. And if I was reasonable about it, and like one of those things was like, I'll just, I won't have like under eye bags. It won't happen to me. Like I deserve this, you know, but it's not true. Mm. Like everybody gets under eye bags at some point. So now I'm just like, I have to come to terms with it, even though I'm like very, I have to make friends with them. I have to not be you hostile. You got to. You have to. And then also, like, I'm just literally, the thing that I'm honestly doing my best at is, like, it is very quickly coming up on, I cannot believe, but the one-year anniversary of my mom's death. I can't believe And there are just things that, you know, we'll talk about metabolizing things and, and managing things in due time. There are things that I think I've handled okay, and there are things that I think I have just put to the side and been like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not (sighs) dealing with it. And so, but there are things that have like legal things that have like a ticking clock on them, and the clock is about to run out on some things, and I don't even know what the consequences are for Mm. for the clock running out, but I know that like, I could have done it months ago, but I also literally couldn't do it. You know, like it's just, they're just right. things. And I also do know that there were some, there are, there are some things that you like need other people to assist you with. Yes. And if they're not being helpful, helpful, yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. So there's, There's that. But so yesterday I just really sat down and I I sat down and I was like, I can call the helpline about this one stupid fucking form that I had to fill out, like a 10-page form. And I was like, I have time to do it. I have my phone. I have the helpline. It says that the helpline's open until this time. And so they'll be there if I need help. And so I just began filling out this form. I know it's so weird. This sounds like I actually sound like a little kid. Like sometimes beginning something as simple as like writing numbers and dates down on a form, like sometimes it's impossible, you know, for me anyway. And so I began to fill it out. And then of course I got to the part that was confusing and that was keeping me from beginning the form to begin with. 
because I knew that part would be confusing. And I was like, it's okay because I made the time and I have my phone here and I have the phone number here and I can call and get the help that I need. And so, of course, I called and like, of course, they were closed yesterday. (laughs) So I wasn't able. I can't. That was insane. I wasn't able to complete the form yesterday. But then I just was like, I began it at least, you know? And so I filled in everything that I could. And there was a big chunk of it that still wasn't filled in that I needed help with. And so I just like set my alarm and woke up early and called very early today. And I got someone and I'm not going to lie. Like it wasn't all sunshine and roses. Like I know it sounds so weird. Again, it's just a fucking form. But like this person that worked at this entity just was like, they know their job, right? So they're, she's like, well, you need the PRP and the WMD and the, and I'm like, I don't know what any of these things are. You have to talk to me. Like, this is like, this is not my thing. I need, right. I literally need you to walk me through this. This is the type of help that I need. And she, I think she got it. Like, I think she was a little like, boy, this lady, you know, like not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but she was like, okay. And I was like, what is, like, she kept saying like, and then we'll just process it. And I was like, you have to explain to me what processing means. Like, what does that mean? You know, what does the process of processing entail? Like, you have to explain it to me like I'm a child. And so I finally got through it. And now, like, I have to go get it notarized, and I don't know when's the last time I ever got anything notarized, and so I'm going to, like, embark on that adventure. And, like, it's—these things are so simple, but they're so much for me, you know? And if I was doing it for you, like, if you needed a form filled out, I would do it right away. You know, and if you needed it to get notarized, I'd take you to notarize it right away. But because it's like for myself, it's impossible. I know. I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. I think that's, this is literally what Jenny Connor said to me on the phone today. Yeah. She was like, treat yourself like you would treat one of your daughters. Right. Like, what would you do if one of your kids was feeling the way that you've been feeling. And I was like, well, I mean, of course, Jenny, fine. Everything. You'd do everything. You'd do everything, right? You'd leave no stone unturned. Well, so might I offer, treat yourself how you would treat your daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I will get it done and just, you know, now is the time. Like it's, you know, when you tell people like you'll do such and such a thing when the time is right, like it's so wild that that even applies to like filling out a form, <laughs> you know? And I guess you have to like keep an eye on it because like if you never feel like the time is right, if you never feel like you can fill out this form that you have to fill out, then that's a problem. But yeah, I guess like 11 months was how long I needed to fill out a fucking 10-page form, you know? It's been on my bedside the whole time. There's literally like a dust outline of where it was on my bedside. (laughs) (laughs) When I picked it up and I was like, wow, like how rude bedside table. How rude. But that's the truth. 
That's case. That's the truth. Listen, it's been a fucking year. It has. And. But you're in your new year. I know. I know. Are you moving it? Are you moving? We might just go to New Year's on this one. (laughs) We might just take the L. We're just going to take it. We're going to take the whole year as a loss, I think. Uh, But, you know. I d- and listen, I don't want to like blow sunshine up your ass because there's nothing worse than a friend that mm. does that. But I do, I want you to feel, I want you to be able to at least like see the good things you've accomplished this year and the good things you've experienced this year and like feel them for what they are because you've worked hard and you deserve that. I'm going to feel really great when I get nominated for an Emmy for Girls by Bella. <laughs> Start that campaign. I'm already starting it. You can. I really think I'm going to get nominated for an Emmy this year, guys. I have no basis for it. I have seen nothing. I know nothing. But I, like, in the same way where earlier I was like, I don't know what I did in Mean Girls. I know what I did on Girls by Bella. And it was just probably the best thing I've ever done in my life, I think. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm rooting I know. for you and I look forward to your campaign and like <laughs> now you can now you can talk about it and so you don't have to like just yeah. do uh random push-ups in public like Jeremy Allen White was doing. which is like <laughs> truly the greatest thing of all time. With that, like his he was just like I guess I got to do some press. I got to take my shirt off. And I'm going to go take a hike. <laughs> And do push-ups because I also, can't talk by the about- way, we didn't even talk about Jared Leto climbing the Empire State Building the other day. That's how fucked the world is. That we can't we even, even talk about it. it. It wasn't even a blip. Like, I wonder if that guy understands. No, he doesn't because he's just a stupid fucking self-absorbed man, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm sure he thought, like, this will really capture everyone's attention. It was like, sir... It was there and gone so fast. No one, most people, I don't even think heard he did it. <laughs> did you know he did it? I just saw something about him this morning, and I was like, and he just had like a shit-eating grin on his uh, <laughs> face in the picture, and I was just like, I'm sure he did something kooky, you know? But why did he do that? Who cares? It's so stupid. It wasn't like for charity or like to help it was like for his to launch his tour of his band okay he's a he's a musician and he uh has become the first person to legally scale the 102 story empire state building also empire state building why did you grant permission for that he's yeah i don't know and was there i mean he took on the challenge oh, to promote so the forthcoming world tour for his band, 30 Seconds to Mars. This this is some David Blaine shit. I know. You know? I know. He says he was more excited than nervous, to tell you the truth. But he has to be honest. It was very, very hard. It was a lot harder than he thought it would be. Who would oh, think it would be buddy. easy to climb a building? Who thought it would be easy? I don't. I didn't even look if he had like what kind of safety 
stuff was in He had ropes, and he had, like, an orange jumpsuit on, and it looks like he had some type of guide with him, like, some type of... uh, He said the endurance that it took, the stamina that it took, and it was Mm. very sharp. (laughs) 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 Also, though, Casey, like, truly, truly, is it not, like, are we not living in... A fucking simulation, like a dystopian future in which, like, what is happening? He said, Uh, I made it to the top. He said, to watch the sunrise overlooking the city that's meant so much to me ever since I was a kid. New York stood for the place that you went to make your dreams come true. He concluded, I made it to the top and I saw my mother in the window of the 80th floor. And that was a nice surprise. Aww. Now you're Team Leto? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Wait, is his mom still with us? I was like, oh my God. Did he see <laughs> a vision of her? Or like, did he, was she actually there? Did she surprise him? Okay. I think. You see, I bet his mother is like 62. Do you know what I mean? She's like young. I bet she's like. <laughs> well, he's fine. 51 years old. So. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, He's a vampire. He's a bit of a vampire. (laughs) I think she's still with us, so I don't think it was a a vision. Um, (laughs) But when I said, ah, I was wondering if one of my kids climbed the Empire State Building, would I support it and go to the top of the Empire State Building to, like, greet them at the top? Or would I be like, you're nuts? I don't know. I mean, it feels like... (laughs) It feels like you would go. You would go. You I guess to, you go to all those improv shows now. <laughs> the whole improv team is coming for Thanksgiving. I'm just saying that is like a dedication. You know, you love your children. I don't. Go. I don't go to them all, but I go to all the ones that I, I flew. Coach. Yeah. Yeah. To Sweden. Yeah. You know exactly. We do what we have to do. We do what you have to do for our children. You do. So Jared Leto's mom is still like she's still showing up. She's like, honey. Well, now I'm on board for it. It's not the Oscar. I'm happy for him. But if you want to climb a building to promote your band, your your side project, your second career, your Kenny Rogers roasters, if you will. If you will. uh, I'll be there. I'll be at the top of the Empire State. Waiting for you. Waiting for you at sunrise. I don't know if I'd go at sunrise. Oh, yeah, actually. You know what I mean? That's a game changer. Yeah, that's that's tough. Make it like post 11 a.m. Post brunch, Empire State climb. What I guess maybe you have to do it at that hour so that you don't disturb the actual people working inside the Empire State Building by- or scare everybody. Yeah, in in New York. Yeah, that's terrifying. Can you imagine if you fucking saw a guy climbing on a building? I can't believe I wasn't at Casa Kismet. I didn't know about it because I can see the Empire State Building. Right, you could have seen it. What I could have seen him. I could have screamed. <laughs> towards him. I wonder I if my voice would have carried like a Muppet. Probably, like right across Maybe. the city. Probably. I don't yeah. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> I don't believe My it. God, Jared Leto is a Kermit. He's totally Kermit. You think he is? He's a Kermit. I don't know. Lanky and tall. Lanky. He's more of a gonzo, maybe. Maybe he's Gonzo. Maybe. Which Muppet is Jared? This is a question for our listeners. Which Muppet is Jared yeah, Leto? Most, this is the question of the week. Most like. What Muppet? What Muppet is Jared Leto? 
Yeah. This is a good question. Oh, the, like the band leader? Dr. Teeth? Uh, Dr. Teeth, maybe not. I feel like he wear. I feel like he's like Sam the Eagle. Oh, interesting. Like, interesting. It, like, um, handsome, but maybe mm-hmm. like a little delusional. I don't know. I feel like Pete Holmes is the Swedish chef. Oh, 100, 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who's our Miss Piggy? That's like Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a really, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm Janice. You're Janice. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. I think you are. I mean, my hair's pink. Janice could have pink hair, though. Yeah, 100%. This is always, like, a question that I take really seriously. Like, which Muppets are, are who? Who? Yeah. Um, maybe is Mr. Teeth... Dr. Teeth. He didn't go to... Oh, Dr. Teeth. Right. Four years in medical right, right. school to be called Mr. Teeth. For nothing. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Dr. Teeth Benicio Del Toro? <laughs> Is a really good question. Yeah. I always think, think of Doctor Teeth has like okay, animal has one hundred percent chaotic energy, but Doctor yeah. Teeth is like chaotic but controlled energy. Mm-hmm. So Benicio. I, I think of Doctor Teeth is uh, I don't know, like Jason Momoa. Mm. You know, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I think I'm right. I think yeah, Benicio. But, like, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like I'm probably, like, gopher. That's, like, you know. Is gopher the one with the glasses and the red little hair? Gopher's the one with the glasses and the red little hair and the satin jacket. And he's, like, kind of, you know, just just there, just helping out. Yeah. Helping out. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. And then in The Muppet Babies, there were, like, he had a... Sister or cousin? Skeeter, a girl gopher? I don't know. Oh, Skeeter. Skeeter, I Skeeter. yeah. Who was super fun. But, um, well, this brings us to an interesting point, which is, speaking of, like, little shots of serotonin, uh, if you talk about the Muppets near your phone, pretty soon your Instagram will have, like, quite a few Muppet suggestions on your, like, suggestion page. I have a mm-hmm. lot of Snoopy suggestions and a lot of Muppet suggestions. Those are both great for me. I don't necessarily follow all the accounts, but I do look. But the Muppet, you have to look this up. The Muppet suggestions brought to me a little late, but better late than never. Some person on Instagram, I don't know who they are, but they knitted themselves a gonzo costume for oh Halloween God, so and it's cute. the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, I want to see it. Okay. That's amazing. Um listen, I do have to go though because I gotta I gotta go see cricket. Of course. Um you guys we love you and hang in there. And I will too. <laughs> good Yay. good luck in all you do this week do your best and we'll do our best and we do love you and biz i hope i hope you do talk to someone and that they have like something to offer you that could like make a little make a little change and make you feel less stuck yeah well 
I made some calls. So yeah. we'll see. Which is, that's amazing. And I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. I mean, Jenny literally made me stay on the phone while I did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's a good friend. Good friend. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. 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 We love you and we'll talk to you next week sometime. Be safe, be good, and we'll see you on the Substack or on the Facebook page or on Instagram. Or all of the above. All of the above. Bye. Oh, no. Ha, ha, ha.